do manifest energy. You can see that the seven spirits of God is named according to the kind of manifestation it brings upon those he influences. Hallelujah. And the scripture says it clearly that God has not given unto us the spirit of fear. But love, power, and what? Sound man. So I want you to agree with me. And say after me that I have the Spirit of God. I have the Spirit of God. I have the Spirit of God. So that's the advantage of the believer. You know, when you look into the composition of, of man, we understand that there is a spirit component of man, and because of that, Man is given the ability to assess in the in the spirit. Is the reason why? Hallelujah. Is the reason why, to some extent, anyone that is slightly awakened, not completely, slightly awakened, will begin to have certain spiritual impulses. Hallelujah. And these is this actually reflects even in your dreams or in your ability to perceive. Do you understand? So you can sit there are certain people. They might not necessarily be very spiritual or be very uh, they might not be like you or they might even believe in your faith, what you believe in, but some way, somehow, they are capable of assessing certain things with their spirit. Hallelujah. Because the nature of every spirit is the ability to search. Hallelujah. The nature of every spirit is the ability to search. But if a man would want to If a man would want to go deeper, making use of just your spirit will only land you into trouble. Hallelujah. And it will expose you to a lot of a lot of deceptions in the realms of spirit. A lot of deception. You see how the world is very big. The realm of the spirit is also very, very big. And it's the reason why sometimes you have different people from different religions and all, the, all of them, they are sharing the experience of the realm of the spirit. Hallelujah. So in the realm of the spirit, there is truth, there is deception. It's like how a man can be deceived even in the daily affairs. Whatever a man is introduced to has the capability to 
directs the path of a man. Hallelujah. So, if you are introduced to deception all the days of your life, you with that deception. Either. And if you decide to also follow deception, whether ignorantly or whether you genuinely or ignorantly, you will end up having the results of following the deception. So the realm of the spirit is very big. Hallelujah. And the reason why, as a child of God, you need to test every spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. But the truth is that the only way you can test is when you know what is genuine or when you have the means to actually do the testing. I don't know if you have heard of the gold before. Gold. There's a name, a particular name for it, I forgot it. Yeah, the, the tools go, but then there is a technical term for it. And as a skip me, I remember how I'm going So, and the way the name is presented, it sounds just like the the, 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 how do I, when you look at a periodic table, you see how gold is AU. So if you don't take it, you see something like that. Oh, okay, okay, then proper, proper, this is proper. It's proper gold. But it's, it's beyond the and you cannot really differentiate unless you, you are an expert. Hallelujah. Amen. So there's so much going on around us. As a child of God, you need not to be ignorant. Hallelujah. Thank you, Amen. Tell me, brother. You need not to be ignorant. As a child of God, you ought to be very discerning. Because sometimes, even in your discernment, there's a display of a lot of ignorance. And even in your discernment, there is a lot of deception. So, for instance, you can look at what is going on. People who can say, oh, no, they, 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 are, they are not good people. They are not good people. From this perspective, he's seeing every religion as like man-made something. Like, oh, religion, no, I don't have anything to do with religion. So, what they believe is just being intellectual. And they believe that at least if you can reason things out scientifically, that is fine. So, that makes sense in a practical way. Oh, we realize that, that that is not all that there is to life. So even though there is a lot of deception out there, discerning by the Spirit is very, very important. It's very, very important. And I always try to bring the question mark there that in trying to discern, In trying to discern, you have to be very, very careful to that. Hallelujah. Lest you be a practitioner of discerning error when there is no error. Hallelujah. Probably the error of your discernment is coming from you, the individual factor. 
So in the ministry of Jesus, we realized that there was something unique that was upon his life. Jesus opened the scriptures and he said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. And in those days, the spiritual leaders of, of, of his time and all that, those that were considered the teachers and the lawyers and the doctors of, of the law. All these guys and gurus were there and they had some amount of light. But Jesus addressed them as those that are very, very deceptive. And some of the technology used in this is quite harsh by the Lord Jesus. You can look at them and say, like vipers, use of the strange names. Strange names that might not really settle down well with your spirit. But let us look at a testimony from the aside. So one of the rulers came. He said, we know. We know that you are a man that is sent from God. Because the kind of fruits that you bear, the way and manner you walk, the way and manner you talk, that no man can actually do these things except the Spirit of God be with him. Hallelujah. How many of you believe that the Spirit of God is with you? And Jesus said it so, like Jesus said, yes, you don't hear spirit. So you, you better believe it. Hallelujah. You have to believe it. So that distinguished Jesus' ministry from the ministry of, of the others. Last week, I made you understand that, you know, in, in Israel, like, they, they have their ways of studies, like how we go to school. Like how uh, in Islam you can say makrata, makrata. You have a makrata, right? You don't have a makrata. Yes. So they can go to their normal school, but then on Sundays or other days, Sundays, but they will go to work where they actually learn so much. Basically, it's connected to how to live and then basically learning some of this languages and, and all that. So there's a similar structure. So you go through all the various stages and the end of it all is that when you graduate and graduate and graduate. You see how sometimes when you finish, for instance me, when I was in JHS, I was doing studies classes for people. I was always doing studies, SHS. As it is, I was also doing studies. I was getting small, small money from there. And then, when I even attend to the place, then I was also doing studies for the SHS. SHS people. Meaning that at every stage, there's a certain amount of knowledge that you gain that gives you, should I say, a certain mastery over, over that particular group of people. But you realize that there is always more to be 
relent. You, 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 you get a point. There's always more to relent. So I'm going and I'm still learning. I'm still going to school and I'm still teaching people. But then it has changed. Like gradually, it has changed from primary school to GSS to SHS to uh, university and now even to the professional life. Do you get the point? So these similar stages of school, when you are able to complete it, you become like a teacher or a master or, or someone that that is capable of teaching. So it is believed that one of the reasons why Jesus Jesus was able to get some of these people aside the spiritual side where Jesus prayed and all that and he chose his disciples carefully. He realized that these men were considered those that were not really educated. Yeah, it doesn't mean that they were not really educated. They've all gone through, but they are not at the, at the, at the highest stage where you can actually uh, be mentored by a master or you can actually become a master. So it was a privilege for them to have someone that can actually teach them and mentor them. So you realize that they didn't, they didn't have much, they didn't know so much. But there was a certain uniqueness house upon their life. Why? Because there was something upon the Lord Jesus and the association with the Lord Jesus made that same thing very operational in their life. Do you see the power of association here? That same presence upon the Lord Jesus. For instance, Jesus can say that, okay, I've been sent by the Father. So in that same capacity, I am sending you. Do you understand? So these guys really walk with the Lord. There might be question marks in various areas of their life. Some might have denied him. Some might have uh, run away, rejected in types of trouble and all that. But you realize that they really believed in the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And the way and manner they, they even reacted. The way and manner they reacted when they learned that, okay, this is the master. Follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. Maybe from the beginning they might feel a little uncomfortable because such a holy man is, is around like that. We cannot really associate ourselves with him. But when they followed, there was something upon them. Tell anybody that there was something upon them. There was something upon them. Hallelujah. Not they need to talk about the miracles and all that. But you realize that it changed their level of influence in society. It changed the way and manner they speak. You know, people can look at that and say, ah, these guys are not just people from Galilee or people that are just fishermen here. Oh, there is something unique. What made them that different? So they have been with Jesus. Hallelujah. And Jesus is still around. Amen. They have been with Jesus. 
their presence or their knowledge of the one that they have been with amplified their lives and their ministries. And anybody at all could testify that they are doing with Jesus. Because I promise that you expect that, okay, uh, this guy, you are supposed to be timid. You are not supposed to speak with authority and all that. Let's bring it to a point in setting. It is people that have either a lot of money or people that have a lot of influence in terms of people following them. That can actually shake places. Even in our time, pastors do not have that authority. Let a pastor go and stand for political power and sin. You might not win.
speaking about. There is something about your connection with Him. Hallelujah. The words that you bear with fruits. Hallelujah. You bear with fruits. So when you look at the nature of the Spirit of God, that was with Jesus. You realize that the spirit of knowledge was fully operational. The spirit of the fear of the Lord fully operational. The spirit of what counsel fully operational. The spirit of might fully what operational. Mention the others. The spirit of dominion or the spirit of the Lord was at work. That is what enabled him to do all the things that he was doing. Counsel, mind, knowledge, fear of God, wisdom. child of God, you realize that if not for I don't want to call it laziness or I don't know many of us fail to strive for mastery in the world we have received so many of us we have the weapons let's say you are descent. You are so dark, God. The weapons have been given to you. You have all your guns. You have all your machine guns. You have your your missiles there. The one they put on their shoulders. You have the land to air missiles and all that. So imagine there is an invasion from the enemy. And you don't know how to use what you have. What's going to happen? So that is the weakness of many believers. We know not what we carry. We know not what we have in our possession. Hallelujah. And ignorance and darkness filling our hearts. They begin to form what, what I call clocks. Clock, clock. I think I gave an example. Uber repeated it yesterday on, on, on Friday. They begin to form clocks. So I use my polytank as an example that you have a reservoir of water, a reservoir of life, an abundance of water. But some way, somehow, you realize that there are blockages within the world, the pipe. So if there are blockages, if the water that is supposed to flow, naturally, is supposed to flow. You know why we use the, uh, the tap? 
The tap is like a lock. You understand? And the water is always water, ready to flow. You need not to even use one pump. The water is always ready water to flow. All that you have to do is just open it and then what? It flows. But here, there are blocks. Here, it is locked. Just normal gravity. I mean, normal. Once the polytank there to flow. Just think like how I think. And all these blocks that becomes very challenging for the leader. That's why the other time I was making mention of the fact that as children of God, we need to really understand what has been given to the body. I use the term descending the world to God. Hallelujah. And you can view it from different, different, different angles. Abundance of supply and yet in lack. Receive 
with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Hallelujah. So he's talking to us. And he's saying that, look, we are not saying that you are not clean. We are not saying that you are not holy, you are not righteous. No. He said, even the word of God is in you. Hallelujah. He said, the word, the implanted word. So now, he's saying that there's something which is actually your nature. And that is the word, implanted word. Or the engrafted word. It is deep within you. But then there ought to be some level of expression of this word in your life. In other words, there has to be the outflow or the overflow of that word. But here is the case. Now, there are clocks or blockages or blockades or obstructions. As I said, there are what? There are blockages, obstructions. And the Spirit of God is saying that that thing is called filthiness and naughtiness. We'll go deeply into what we mean. So, a man carrying so much life in him, a man carrying the presence of God, a man carrying the Spirit of God, can be walking about. And the only manifestation that you see in his life will not be that of the Word. But it will be what? Naughtiness and filthiness. Why? Because something is missing there. The word is telling you that you need to receive that which is already implanted in you. Somebody trying to understand when it says, Come on, how can I receive that which I already have? How can you receive that which you already have? It's just language. Do you believe you have it? Do you believe you carry him? Do you believe you carry the presence of God? He said, accept it as so. Meaning that many people are walking. You see, the reason why you see so many things happening around us in the body of Christ is because many people have not really come to the point of accepting what the scriptures say concerning them. And that is where the struggle lies. It's as if we are carrying a different identity. Meanwhile, the true identity is that which is within.
Let me ask you a question. Assuming a child gives birth to, or let's say a, a, a mother gives birth to a child, The mother has expectations that one day the child should become very evil and demonic. No mother, no father will ever wish that for the son. He still accepts the fact that you are a child or you are his son. But he never expects that you live a life that is different. From the nature that God has given to you. So lay aside. Let's look at the meaning of the filthiness. Is it dirtiness morally or to defile or to dishonor? Or to make healthy. Let's take a take a look at it from the point of dishonor. If we say you are honoring an invitation, what does it mean? You accept the invitation and then you make yourself available. You accept what the invitation. And you make yourself available. We will read a certain portion. Let's continue. Let's go. He says that, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and squabbling of filthiness, and receive with goodness the mountain boy which is able to save your souls. 22. Look at it. He said, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves. I tell you, there's a lot of deception around. Even sometimes in spirituality, there's a lot of deception. So he said, what? Be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves. Your neighbor and ask your neighbor, are you just a hearer or a doer of the word? I don't see you looking at you. Look into the eyes of your neighbor. Ask the person, are you just a hearer or a doer of the word? You see, many of the things that happen around us. It's, it's fleshy. All the naughtiness and the filthiness speaking about is the place of the flesh. So for instance, the word of God can instruct a man that, okay, obey my commandments. Or, okay, let me just use the general rule. Love even your enemies. Or, let's say that, okay, let me use the one you can properly repeat. Should I want to die now? <laughs> We need to kill them with fire. I'm not saying you're spiritual, you're spiritual. So there's an instruction to love. 
Have you ever asked yourself, what is making me not to demonstrate love? What is making me react the way that I am reacting? And when you do that assessment, you need to ask yourself, am I dishonoring the life that is within me? Or am I dishonoring the God that is in me? Or am I dishonoring the implanted word? You see, he said, we see with weakness, the engrafted word. So there's a lot of work and humility on your side to receive what God is trying to say. And instruction to love And instruction to obey the commandments. So that thing is a clock. It's, it's, hallelujah. Amen. 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 That thing is a clock. That you need to deal with. It has to be washed out. It has to be flushed out. I'm teaching practical Christian life here. Hallelujah. know that, that means you are just a hearer of the word. What is it? Is it is the hearers of the word? There's a place where it says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But after faith comes, what happens next? There's a demonstration of your faith. Hallelujah. There's a demonstration of your faith which uh, the scriptures will call it good place. That he has forwarding that we should walk in. So, there's a lot of assessment that we need to do in our lives. That do I honor, am I honoring God? Or am I dishonoring God? Do I have the Spirit of God in me? Am I honoring the Spirit of God in me? Or am I dishonoring the Spirit of God that is in me? It's like the scripture has been begging you to receive with meekness. It tells us the proudness or the, the, how do we call it, the resistance of man. Or the stubbornness, say stubbornness. You see the emphasis I'm putting in? The stubbornness in the heart of man. You see, in this journey, it is not about you. someone is communicating with you what is the nature of your response what comes out of your mouth is it filled or is corrupt words or corrupt communication 
Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Repent. Hallelujah. <laughs> Tell me about that, Charlie. The Lord is begging you. The Lord is begging you. The Lord is begging you. I want you to say, Tell me about the Lord is begging you to change, to change your ways. You see, we are, we are very stubborn. And you know, what, when we exhibit that, it is a clear, it's a clear sign. Of not submitting to the word of God, not submitting to the word of God. But do you know what it means? Look at the mercy, or look at the grace that was shown to you. I love that scripture so much. Like in your state, in your state of darkness, you, you. You allow the Lord to enter into your heart so that you become by you you keep you there you won't forgive. Hey. It's a serious matter. Are you here with me? It's a very, very serious matter. It is filled. Tell me about clear the cross. Clear the cross. Clear the cross. See, let me show you that and maybe one of these days, Dr. Jamra will do a presentation on, on the clogging of your vessels. Mm. <laughs> clogging of your vessels. You know what happens when your vessels is clogged? No, sir. No, Dr. Jamra, what happens when your, when, your, when your blood vessel is clogged? Come, give me a mic. You see, life is flowing through you. Yeah. But some way, somehow, yeah, there are clocks there, clocks. So it's not able to, but Pastor Jamal give us a very good mechanism. Say, say things in a way they can understand. What happens when you have clocks in your blood vessels? When you have a, imagine like a normal pipe. Mm -hmm. If it's blocked, then the water can flow. So you have a clock in your blood vessel, the blood can flow to the parts beyond the clock. And so what's happening is that the tissues will start dying. Mm -hmm. They undergo ischemia. Hallelujah. It means that you are dying. That's what it means. And and the funny thing about, about it is that usually when you allow yourself to develop clocks, <laughs> when you allow yourself to develop clocks, understand, naturally you develop it because of because of the way you handle your life. But spiritually, what you allow is a lie. You understand? When you allow clocks, you realize that the pressure comes on you. Amen. You know, you can be walking and sometimes somebody has done you something. That person doesn't even know what he has done. Are you there? And then you might be walking with, with, with pain and, and unforgiveness. What are we doing? The person doesn't even 
didn't know what he has done. Boy, in a way, I mean, thinking is, is so different. I mean, it's thinking in that way. <laughs> is, it, is it true? <laughs> and sometimes, you know, people will be reading meanings, 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 meanings. Like, the person doesn't even know. Like, he has a clear conscience. He, he, has not even, he has not even realized that he has any step on your toe. before we begin to have pressure and before it leads us into death. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here with me? Yes, sir. He said, be ye what doers of the word. And not what? Yes. So it's not saying that you didn't hear. We say here. But don't be a hearer what? Only. Or else it is called deceiving your own Now let's look at it. I've already shown you before your true identity. Your true identity is what God has given to you. It's what we call the implanted word. Hallelujah. That's what God gave to you. Okay. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, hello, let, 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 let your attention be here. This is the word for all of us. That for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass or in a mirror. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straight away forgetteth what manner of man he was. So let's Says that if you are just a hearer only, you are like a man that looks into a mirror. How of you look into a mirror and you are not able to identify yourself that this is you? When you look into a mirror, you are supposed to know that this is this is how my face is. If I'm looking into the mirror and I'm seeing uh, Israel's face or I'm seeing Professor's face, I know that something is wrong. You understand? But this is what it says. So a man beholds himself in the mirror and he has forgotten all of a sudden. Message Bible. Who has Message Bible here? Message Bible. Did he, he, was it the one he used two minutes or opening the lesson? Please give him a mic. Let him read the Message Bible for us. James 121. No, read the 22. 22, 23. Okay, so. James 121. Don't fool yourself into thinking you are a listener when you are anything but letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. Can you hear? Can you hear what the word of God is saying? Or, or the word that we are speaking right now is passing through one year. Please, this is this is to you. Let the attention be here. I'm addressing 
a very important situation. Right? Like, 122. Okay. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you hear anything by letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. Those who hear and don't act are like those who glance in a mirror, walk away, and two minutes later have no idea who they are, what they look like. Hallelujah. And this is what was exactly happening. So when it comes to real transformation, real practical Christian transformation, you realize that we are not really moving into that. So you might go, oh yeah, I know, I know the word of God, I, I read my Bible once a while, or maybe every day crowd, for record's sake. But practically, something is missing. It's like you listen, and then it passes the other ear and goes away. Then it's like you glance your image in the mirror, then in two minutes time, you have forgotten what you look like in the mirror. Meaning that even when you are acting in complete uh, opposition to your actual identity, you will still not be able to pick it up. Either. That's what I said. Virtues. It's so much important. The fruits that be there. And usually it's not far away from us. Let's go. So let's see the man that is blessed. He said, but whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a draw away, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Hallelujah. And he started talking about the tongue and all that. Very important message. Are you here with me?
quality of life we produce is very, very much important. Hallelujah. And if you have been here and you are following me, I would be so glad, and I think the Lord will be so glad if we will walk in that quality of life. In our relationship with men, in our relationship with our spouses, in our relationship at the workplace, even working amongst us as believers, the quality of life should be there. You have been acting maybe some way. Today, your some ways has been exposed. Hallelujah. He calls it filthiness. He calls it a kind of dishonoring. Dishonoring, not just dishonoring the people around, but dishonoring the very life that is in you because you are not conforming to it. You, God loves you. And you don't want to love you. You see why another star when Jesus was praying when he was teaching them what, what you usually call the Lord's Prayer. What did he say when he came to the forgiveness of sin? And you are lucky. You are very lucky. And now even while you were against sinners. What? Glory for you. <laughs> like the number of people, <laughs> the number of corporates. Like, <laughs> so the abundance of mercy or grace that you have received, let it be reflected in your life as well. You show mercy, you show love, you show grace. Hallelujah. Look at what Jesus wanted. I don't know if you read Ephesians that we were reading. You read it when he came to the point where he was addressing how we should even be submissive to ourselves. And not just that, and he used himself as an example here in the church. See the many spots and blemishes on the on the body of Christ. You see, you see that confusion, plenty of confusion. Everybody says he's right, everybody's proud, everybody's arrogant. Everybody's saying I'm right. This is what I say. So I speak. So everybody's trying to prove the point. So many spots and blemishes. And yet, his hope is that he will present unto himself a spotless bride without blemish. So let us practice the way of Jesus. someone that easily forgets. Don't forget your image in the mirror of God's word. So when you look into the scriptures, now this is your true image. He says that, okay, he has shown you mercy, therefore you have mercy. Then he says that he has not given you the spirit of fear, so there should be no place for fear. He has given you the spirit of love, meaning that there's a possibility for you to manifest 
every virtue. Hallelujah. Because all virtues are summed up where? In love. Then he also adds that he has given you discipline. So discipline in, in, in moments where you want to even operate outside your boundaries and all that. God will still bring you closer and make you up or stick to the word. Oh man, you are without what? Excuse. Hallelujah. Unless you have a rebellious and a filthy soul that God is trying to work on. It's a lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. And you, you receive with meekness that implanted wine, which is evil to transform your souls. So it's not arguing with you. Like, I mean, he knows that yes, you belong to him, everything. He said, you must produce a certain order or quality of life that is representative of the life within you. And that comes by dealing with the blocks and the clocks and the blockades and all the blockages and all the chaff and all those unnecessary things. Let them go and fully replace it with the word of life. Let the word of God fully have control over your mind. That will be the way for us to express victoriously. And you can see how this is connected to, to the blessing. Blessings is not just about having money, having what? Maybe $10,000 or $100,000 or, or a million dollars in your account. Then you know that you are blessed. There are many people with more than, more than they can carry back. I mean, it doesn't mean that they are really, really, really blessed. You understand? We are talking about the kind of peace that you can have. Somebody say, man, if I get down, I'll have peace. There are people who have they don't have peace. They are still saying, I want to get it first. <laughs> who is that? Who's that saying that they confess? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, so all that I'm trying to say is that He is the vine, and we are the branches. We are not supposed to be that different from Him. If you walk in authority, we need to walk in authority. If you walk in love, so should we. Is that in that same capacity in which he was sent, in that same capacity, he is sending us. Meaning that you have the Spirit of God, you have the ability of God. Without him, we can do nothing. So let's conform to his word. Let's conform to his spirit. Let's allow him to mentor us. To teach us the way of life. He should mentor our lives. Hmm? That is the way to go. Allow him to teach you. How to talk, hallelujah. How to respond to words. How to handle issues. How to settle issues. You know why you can be able to do it? When you don't look elsewhere but fix your eyes on it, you'll be able to do it. Hallelujah. So tell them, but do not forget your image in the mirror. The Lord bless all of you. Let's be upstanding. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word that has come. 
Lord, we pray that if there be any pain, any form of bitterness, any form of trouble in the heart of any man here, Lord, we pray that your spirit will break upon each soul in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we pray that every clock, every blockade within our pipes be cleared by the Spirit of God in the name of Jesus. We overthrow ignorance, we overthrow darkness, we overthrow filthiness and naughtiness in the name of Jesus. And we accept what your word says concerning us in the name of Jesus. We are praying. Amen. Ashe ni akala bra tono 
them up they smuggle every as you are dead power and strength release right now barosi onto the life of the man of God very that the mouth of of the enemies will be silenced by the power of the Holy Spirit by the power of the Holy Spirit very whatever thing that is being plugged in the dark against the man of God will be stopped right now by the power of the Holy Spirit they will see the saints and they are something now the schemes of the enemy shall prosper. Hello, Pinya, 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 Pinya,
your will into the hands of the Lord that they will teach us. And the Lord so will take absolute control over every activity, every endeavor, anything that we that you shall find yourself being given within the week in the name of Jesus. We are praying for the protection of God over your life in the name of Jesus. And the power of the Holy Spirit. That you shall be blessed, you shall be filled with the goodness of our Lord. You shall manifest, you shall experience the glory of the Father. We need this week in the name of Jesus. Pray and commit your week into the hands of the Lord. Speak into your week in the name of Jesus. Speak into your week in the name of Jesus. Let the wound of this week bear therefore blessings in the name of Jesus blessings in the name of Jesus blessings in the name of Jesus pray for the guidance and the counsel of the spirit within this week in the name of Jesus that you not find yourself being something that you are not supposed to be or moving to a place that you're not supposed to be. That you shall be led straightly by the Spirit in the name of Jesus. By the Holy Spirit. Bali se kandala fias sai kandisa. Shali pala se kandisa. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Baru se kandisa. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. We give our praise. God we thank you, Father, Lord, for such a wonderful service. We thank you for your word, so sweet. The word that has come unto us, we pray, that Father, Lord, that as we receive with, with meekness, Father, Lord, this word, we pray that, Father, Lord, any form of filthiness, superfluity, of naughtiness shall be taken away from our hearts in the name of Jesus. We pray that, Father, Lord, that you continue to manifest yourself in our lives. We pray that Father Lord cause us to grow in wisdom and stature in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. We pray that Father Lord you continue to order our steps in you, O God, even throughout this week. We pray that Father Lord whatever be the plan of the enemy, whether to bring accident, whether to bring bad news, whether to bring shame, disgrace, pain, sorrow, the name of Jesus. We denounce that by the blood in the name of Jesus. We ask, O God, follow Simon Teva. that we continue to experience the best that the week has to offer, that the year has to offer, that the month, Father Lord, has to offer unto us. We continue to pray, even for our loved ones. We pray for our family, we pray for our husbands, we pray for our wives and our children. Amen. Pray that Father Lord, your hands will be strong upon each end and every individual that is connected to us. At the end of it all, we will say that glory and honor be unto thy name in your son's name. Amen. Amen.